I'm Kerry Adams and you're listening to Kerry's Connoisseurs coming to you from Solid Gold Podcasts. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers and all the people who make it happen in the liquor and luxury industries from around the world. Today on Kerry's Connoisseurs, I have Winnie Bowman. She's a doctor. She's a mum. She's a wife. She's a friend. She props up the wine industry in South Africa and, in fact, in the rest of the world to a large extent. She's formidable. She's a wonderful friend. Winnie, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Carrie, and, and Happy New Year. We haven't spoken earlier than today in this year. Yeah. I know. Happy New Year to yeah, you. Thank you. What did you do for New Year? Were you in the country or where were you? I was you? here, Carrie, and I was asleep at 10 o'clock. I heard not a single firework or pop of a, of a cork oh, really? at 12 o'clock. <laughs> well, you see, it is time for me to come down to Cape Town and get hold of you and that husband of yours and re-inject some Botox into your bottoms because <laughs> you're too young to be in bed at 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve. So do you know what happened to me? I actually jumped in my car and drove down to my family in Natal. Yeah. They know, as you know, they live in, in the Midlands of Natal. And it was just my brother and sister and myself and we thought, mm, and my brother-in-law. And we thought maybe also 10 o'clock bed, early to bed, you know, cottage pie, something left over. But unbeknown to me, they had organized on the estate that they live on. They had found a fantastic guy who you would love. He's like a retired aeronautical engineer. Oh. Something hugely cerebral, like you, Winnie. And in his Oduch, he's decided to play the keyboards and make music. And he had a oh, bloke lovely. who'd been for the last 10 years or something in Australia who was playing the guitar at one of the houses on the estate where my sister on this eco estate. And for the first time in about 10 years, I actually partied and danced and drank until about half past one in the morning. So I'm just being big balls at the moment because <laughs> well, I didn't go to bed at I'm 10 o'clock. I'm coming with you next year. <laughs> <laughs> it was great fun. Anyway, Happy New Year, my darling. What's in store for Winnie Bowman this year? What, what are you Ooh, up to? Well, um, I'm already planning all my trips. I'm judging in London and in Europe as I normally do from about March onwards. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Of course, everything's back to normal now with full rooms of judges and regular judge functions yeah. and so on. Um, and of course, with South African wine doing so well internationally, I mean, I was actually amazed when I read through all the people's lists of best wines for 2022. Most of them had one or two or even three South African wines on that list. So that to me is very heartening wonderful to see that we are actually making an impact and that people are seeing our wines out there and they are much more available so that to me is lovely and of course i also get to judge um in some of the competitions south african wines and it's lovely to judge yes. with international judges where they can also give their opinion about south africa and for some mm. of them it's the first exposure to it and they just love it they absolutely love it and want to know where they can get more. Wins, don't you love when you're judging with international judges the reaction to the first sip of Pinotage? You're mentioning Pinotage, and I know that we're going to be speaking about the Italian winemakers later, but while I was in London last year, yes. I did a, a Pinotage Top 10 and Pinotage Top 5 blends, a tasting at High Timber 
at Nadine's restaurant. Mm. And first of all, she was overrun by people who wanted to to attend because for them it's something new, something different. And of course, uh, those that were a little bit hesitant, Nalene bullied them into coming to the tasting. And, at the <laughs> and you don't fight with Nalene. No, you don't fight with Nalene. And at the end of the tasting, every single person came to me and said, please, can we do this every year? Because for, for some of them, it was a, a reintroduction to to Pinotage after not being able to travel for a few years. And for those who'd never yes. tasted it before, were astounded at the quality. And of course, I mean, we know how good it is. And the Pinotage Association does such wonderful work in order to make it internationally um, uh, sort of exciting. for, for Recognizable. And, recognizable yeah. and, and for people to try something different. That was the one thing. And then with the visiting guys that we, we're getting next week, they specifically asked to do on their day trips only Pinotage. Oh, really? Well, having brought up the subject, let's tell everybody why. That's actually why you and I caught up this morning. There's an organization which you may or may not have heard about called Gambero Rosso. And I don't really know, Winnie, how you're involved in this. But as I said, you are the queen of wine in the whole world. So they probably thought we need to do something Italian in South Africa. Let's get hold of Winnie Bowman. So talk to us about Gambero Rosso. So, first of all, I actually, when I started working with them, didn't even realize how, how big an organization they are. They, they're one of the biggest food mm. and wine organizations in the world. And they have several things such as training venues, in, mostly in Italy, in Rome, but also in, in, in different other areas of Italy, where they train foodies, chefs, people who like wine and what's very special about them is that they don't actually pitch it at one specific group. They cater for amateurs, they cater for people who are just enthusiastic about the subject and then of course yeah. professionals. And I see that they've got a platform on Sky. They've produced a whole lot of TV programs. So this is Italian Sky, Italian branch of Sky and they do loads and loads of food and wine programs on Sky. They've got something like 22 million viewers every year of, of these channels. Wow. Then they also do awards for restaurants. And this is broken up into fine dining, pizzerias, um, all different kinds of wine bars, etc. And they all get different uh, accolades, so to speak, and little stickers for their for their menus. And then the big thing that they do is the um, Vini d'Italia, which is the book. And for South Africans, it's very much like our platter wine book. Platter, yeah, that's what I assumed. It's almost like an Italian Bureau of Standards for food and wine, isn't it? I mean, they give stickers out and things. Correct. Like you've got a Gambero Rosso sticker, then everybody says, yes. Correct. You know, that could be and good. In fact, they've, they've moved that worldwide because... They also award restaurants in other countries, which is part of the reason that oh, they, really? they're coming here um, to South Africa is to award the South African Italian restaurants. Do they only award Italian restaurants yeah. or yeah. any restaurant in the country? Yeah. No, Italian restaurants. Okay, that's going to be world. interesting. So, the, so in South Africa, I think they were the last time 
which was only which was in 2016 because that was the first time they actually came to visit us and yes. just to go back to the wine side of it is they have this book where they evaluate over 45,000 wines a year and then they yeah. award what they call the that's amazing which is three glasses for the best wine so that would be like our five-star wine yeah. and then they go on road shows all over the world they they visit 30 big cities um sao paulo hong kong london paris new york uh, stockholm and they go australia everywhere and they do a road show mm. with some of these uh, award winners so when's is this the first time that they've come well, to south africa no, it'll be the second time because in 2016 there were two young chaps one from nigeria and one from ghana who mark and ozzy who settled in in the uk and they suddenly decided they would quite like to take prosecco back to their country zambia and ghana and they tasted a whole bunch yeah. of proseccos and their favorite one was one from the Valdiviania Day um, region. And they loved it. And then that particular year, that wine was awarded the Trebicari for Prosecco. Oh, wow. Okay. So they thought, oh, we've got quite the palate. And they thought it would be a good idea to actually take Prosecco to Africa. Clever. And they did a little bit of research on Gambaro Rosso and then saw that they were going all over the world, but not Africa. So they jumped on a plane and went to see... Tina Erickson, who's coming out here now as well this time, uh, to pitch to her that they should be doing something in Africa. Mm. They spoke to her for five minutes and she was sold. Fantastic. We had the first uh, roadshow in South Africa in Cape Town in 2016. And it was an enormous success because we also involved the Italian consulate and uh, Ital Italian expats. Yeah. And it was just a lovely wine tasting with master classes the italian community involved yes. italian food and it was fabulous and they were committed to come back again but of course then COVID happened so ordinarily does this show take place every year in every country in the world or do they stagger they it? stagger it a little bit because south africa um because it's one of their newest places that they're visiting will one mm. they want to do it every two years and I'm, in fact, okay. planning to discuss Joburg with them as well, because I think Joburg is such a wonderful mecca for fine wine. And Well, you know, everybody's so rude about Johannesburg wins. Everyone's very rude about Johannesburg. But in its own way, Johannesburg still, and even now, with much of this emigration to the Cape, a lot of people um, commute. Yeah. And they, they work and make money in Johannesburg and then they go to Cape Town and Durban to go and relax and, and have, have a fun. Holiday. So I feel that South Africa is producing and supporting a good 70% of the economy that's driven through this country. I mean, not South Africa, Gauteng is supporting 70-odd percent of it in taxes and income and economy and what are driving the economy. And all it ever gets is lambasted from left to right and in the middle too. So I do think that it would be very, very nice for the citizens of Gauteng who, who loyally soldier on and keep this economy pumping. I think they need to be treated. And sell most of the wine. Absolutely. And you know, the one funny thing is I don't think there's a place for us to 
try and emulate a wine route in Johannesburg, which is what everybody has tried to do. Everybody said, oh, come on, we've got to, we've got to try and make a tough, tough Stellenbosch route. And Midrand is bloody ugly. You know, Springs, the East Rand, God knows we don't want to go there. Um, there's maybe three or four pretty places in Johannesburg where there's loads of trees and there's, you know, maybe the odd hill, Northcliff Hill or Westcliff Ridge or something. There's a couple of little pretty little places. On balance, we are what they call in the classics, fugly. So we just need to accept that we're fugly and we're not going to make a pretty wine route. Do you know what I mean? But a thing like this Italian food and wine show could really, really pique the interest of people who do have money to spend. Absolutely. We hope. We've still got some money to spend. And it's a something fun to go to. We don't have a lot to keep us entertained in Johannesburg. Not a lot at all. And especially... Is it something we could do in the dark, do you think? Well, yes. I mean, but 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 just... Because <laughs> we don't have any electricity. Well, neither have we. We've just... Ours has just come on a few minutes ago. But... Ours um, too. <laughs> but, Carrie, last year I did a, 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 a brandy tasting in Soweto. You were actually not there. Um, in fact, you were... I know. I couldn't be no, there. No, no, I was you were away not, somewhere. You were not in Johannesburg. Um... And we yeah, did, so, so I think I was away. Yeah, we did one in, in, in Soweto with Shabine owners and some of the lovely girls that do the walkabout tours in, in the townships. And it was fabulous. And, it, and they all also said, we need more of this. Because, as you say, people yeah. don't want to come to Johannesburg. They think Cape Town is everything. And you know what? Hey, we've got David Higgs. We've got David Higgs in the pantry where people queue for two hours for a David Higgs donut. Oh, my word. And that's about as exciting as it's going to get. <laughs> so this year, the, the Gambara Rosso Roadshow to Cape Town is on the 26th of January. Yes, tell us, where is it going to be? It's going to be at the lookout at the waterfront, which, of course, is a spectacular venue because you just see the sea and the boats and you can stand outside, sip your wine. And we're going to have a whole bunch of international winemakers, mainly the ones from the from the award-winning wines, will be out here in Cape Town. And while they're here, okay. um, they're also doing three masterclasses, uh, and, and that will be divided into Northern Italy, Central Italy, and Southern Italian wines, which will give uh, yeah. consumers and uh, trade. And, of course, we... We, we've invited quite a lot of sommeliers and front-of-house staff and restaurants so that to give yes. them a good idea of, 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 of what is available out there. And the wines are ready to be poured. Uh, when's, who is, who's paying for all of this? The Gambara Rosso. it's a lot of money it's to put an expo like that. The Gambara Rosso is paying. Um, I think the winemakers are coming on their own steam because, of course, for them, they also really want to see South Africa. And they want to, and that's an opportunity yeah, for them to see South Africa. And interestingly enough, last time they flew in and they did the program that I arranged for them, and they flew out. And this year, some of them are coming a week earlier, staying a week later, taking in a safari, yes. that kind of thing, which is well, so Winnie Bowman. Why don't you bring some of them to Johannesburg? And we'll entertain them Johannesburg style, and well, I, you and I will entertain them. You bet. And we'll see about bringing them back to Johannesburg when they come in two years' time. We because. are having serious meetings with the management when they when they are here because 
Great. They love Cape Town. In fact, this, the, the, the senior people from Gamera Rosa have already said they're staying on an extra week themselves. Um, so I'm sure they love Cape Town. Cape Town's very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Wins, this expo that you're putting together, it's a series of stalls or stands, or is it made up kitchens, or is it, have we got some South African wine? farms that are standing there with maybe a Nebbiolo or no, a Sangiovese, no, no? No, there'll be no South Nothing. African wine. It'll all be Italian wine. And interestingly enough, Carrie, Italian wine is, sales have gone up by about 85% over the last few years. Winnie, for as long as you and I have been around and it's long, look at our hair. Italy has been one of the biggest producers of wine in the world and good entry-level wine. So all, we all dream about that red check tablecloth, don't we? And that pavement yeah. and your mates or your lover and a table and chairs and a carafe and a pizza Absolutely. and a sunny day in Tuscany. And a smile that's on your what face. we dream of. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And that's, what, and that's what Italian wine is to me. I absolutely love it. We don't even know what's in that carafe. There's nothing pretentious about it. Oh, listen, we can swish off to the Bulgaris if we want to or the Ferragamas, we can go to any of them and taste the most off the charts, or Frescobaldi's, there's some, there's some serious wine royalty in, in Italy. But on balance, I think that Italy has given the world a wonderful, wonderful, picture-perfect uh, painting of what wine brings to your life. It's unpretentious. It's French Radevi. Well, what's Radevi in Italy, in Italian? I don't know. That I don't know. You, Wendy, you see, I, I phone you because you are the clever one out of the two of us. I'll have to find out today and let you know. <laughs> and tell us. But I do, think that, I do think that that's lovely. And I think that, that the more we introduce those kind of cultivars, because I think that our climate lends itself to planting a lot more Italian grape varieties. And we could be making the most delicious Italian grape varietals. We, we do already with quite a few. And the thing is that when we when we researched um, the, the 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 Italian variety uh, varieties that are that are planted in South Africa and wines that are made, we were quite astounded at the number yeah. of of different wines and and people love them. Oh, really? And I often see that people taste the South African the South African bottle next to an Italian. Uh, example to see the difference. Oh, really? Course, to see, to compare see the South African terroir and the South African sun coming through in our wine, and it's something different. The Italian, but just to go back to your point about what the Italians have brought to us. I mean, I for me, it's always a smile on your face wines, and I don't know if you've yeah. watched um, Stanley Tucci's programs on on on. Stop it! He was my favorite. Uh, favorite thing last year didn't you love and him i was finding myself sitting closer and closer and closer to the tv because i wanted to lick the screen and drink that wine so i know and that is was amazing also italy much more into our homes worldwide and that's why i think the the gambler rosa does what? a really good job in promoting yeah. italian wine i think it's extraordinary that they've managed to bring a roadshow of these proportions 10,000 kilometers across Africa to South Africa to come and introduce themselves into I think they need to be supported. It's on the 26th. 26th of January. Or 26th. 26th of January. And Gudrun, and it just the one day yep. wins. 
just the, just one, the one day, day. that's on. Gudrun did send me an, an invitation, but I'm going to be in, I'm not going to be in the bush, I'm going to Kenya. So I'm not going to be there, but I'm going to come and spend some time with you afterwards. Well, you, you should, because, because you know they're bringing, apart, apart from the masterclass wines, which are separate, yeah. they're bringing a thousand bottles of wine to Cape Town. That is amazing. So, That's extraordinary. Well, we're going to raise our glasses to them. I think it's fun. How much does it cost? Can anybody just go and buy a ticket at CompuTicket or where it's do you free. get it? It's free. free. And people, what are you telling me? Nothing in life is free. You just have to register with Gudrun. <laughs> okay. We are. We'll put Gudrun's name and number up on the. Callum, can we put Gudrun's name and number somewhere on this podcast? Email. Winnie and I have got a gorgeous boy called Callum. And he does all of this stuff for us. Hey, when we've got this gorgeous young boy, he's got tattoos and a lovely body. And he does all this stuff for us, for these podcasts. More than we ask for. Much more than we <laughs> In your dreams, Winnie Bowman. So <laughs> we're going to ask Cal to put these things up on wherever it happens. I don't know. He makes everything happen. And anybody who would like to go and join in this unbelievable festive fair of food and wine, all Italian, it's all going to be there for you to have a look and well, see. And you're clearly going to be there. I'm going to be there the whole day. But also, just remember that visitors will be interacting with the winemakers from that specific producer. So it's something that we don't often get. And it's special. It's very special. Very and, special. And I'm for one, very excited about it. In fact, I hope uh, very few people turn up so I can have some of the wines for afterwards. When you come and visit me, Carrie. <laughs> I'm so cross. So take as many as you can home, Wins. I'll come and stay with you and we'll just stand our jammies all weekend and taste Italian yeah. wine. Should we do yeah. that? Yeah. We must do that. Winnie, as ever, you've brought something exciting, innovative, necessary, gorgeous and fun to South Africa. You are really just such an addition and unbelievable additive to the South African Thanks, wine industry. Gary. Thank you, my darling. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll put all your stuff. We'll put Winnie, Winnie's vital statistics up on wherever some, not they some. have to be. <laughs> <laughs> the important the ones, important Winnie B. We'll put those up. Have a lovely time and I will speak to you just after they've gone back because I've got loads yes, of things. Yes, lovely. To Thanks, about. Gary. Uh, this may be being one of them. And Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.